Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. <laughs> Man, I, uh, that's so funny. All right, let's start the I, show. Uh, yeah, we're starting. Well, yeah, right, we're starting I, now. I forget. We're no. here. Hi, Alex Yang. <laughs> and also, I guess, hi, George. <laughs> hi, George, it's Danny. Alex, what were you about yeah. to say? Yeah, anyway, keep forget, going. Before you forget. <laughs> I'm very confused because I thought we were recording before, but apparently we are still now. recording, but we cut a lot out of it. But we never said gotcha. hello, so now we have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny because I remember uh, one episode when I said hi too soon and you guys yelled at me for <laughs> It, it depends if the if the guest says hello too soon then we get upset if we say hello randomly to get get the ball rolling uh it's it's because it's it's our show and yeah, you don't have it's like i'm with, hanging out with my parents it's yeah just, exactly. that's what is that. just get um, it right <laughs> all right i was gonna say is uh rachel and i like we since we drive to and from philly a lot we listen to podcasts and we were listening to your podcast. We listened to the Betty Smithsonian, the Sean Nelms, all like our friend podcast like episodes that they were on. And I kind of noticed that like sometimes George will use me as a meter as a measuring stick for like I can't believe you haven't done this yet. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> George will be like, Danny, you don't have a dick joke. Alex Yang even has a dick joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like Rachel's yes. just looking at me, just like, are you that? Like, are you like the intern of Philly Comedy? I'm like, I don't, He's not the intern of Philly Comedy. Alex Yang, and I, I mean this with love because I know it happens. It happened yesterday. You field jokes to people before you say them on stage you don't do the scary part of you saying it in off. front of people you go to me and go i'm working on this bit about an email i got from my doctor what do you think <laughs> i i i think it's just blushing it out you know i have a lot of stuff on my um, in my book that i'm like maybe i'll say this on stage but I need to work it out a little bit more. And I've just been staring at that one for like two weeks. And I, I need like, to tell George to fix it first. <laughs> no, and I did a terrible job. He did a better edit of his own joke than I did. Uh, I, I went for more of like, uh, let's, let's tell a story. And he went, I think we can just tell a joke, George. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I want to throw it out there. I'm a great joke editor. Yes. People don't people don't believe it, but that's a specialty. I'm no, very you can good trim. at it. You can keep things trim. Uh, I think, yeah, it's definitely one of those things I feel like that as soon as you say it, people are a little skeptical. I'm just like, I'm the best at this. Everyone's just like, mm. like I think people need to. It's it's like, tough because like that. people don't know the jokes that I've helped write, but people love the jokes that I've helped write. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's the tragedy of being a writer. That yeah, really yeah. isn't like yeah. stand up fame. And also, um, I mean, like sending out like blurbs to my friends, I think that action on its own helps me with the writing process already. You yeah. Know, where it's just like, oh, yeah. As soon as I send it, I'm just like, why did I send that without putting this into it? <laughs> yeah. so it, uh, it helped me out. I am so. always reminded of us walking back from somewhere. Uh, it was just like me, you, Sean, Emma, and Tom. 
and oh, we God. were all like just traveling cool in a herd. <laughs> yeah, just traveling in a herd, pushing pushing nerds out of the sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> you we're, we're comedians. Black, uh, black uh, leather jackets. Exactly, we're ba- toothpicks into the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not cigarettes because we're censored by like four kids or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I put that same impulse. It's fun to remember like those impulses of someone running a joke by you and it's becomes like an amazing joke because I remember the moment that we were walking down the street. It was somewhere in like maybe brewery town or like south of where south of where Sean lived in the school. Um, Oh, right, right. Yeah. And uh, he was like, hi, I don't know if this joke would work, but when I was like in high school, I had sex with my cousin. And we all just like dropped our shit and was (laughs) (laughs) like, I'm going to need more and I'm going to need more of a punchline because it sounds like you've done done crime. It sounds like you've done crime. Funny crime, but crime. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably hilarious. But I love a joke. I love a joke with a crazy premise with no context. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, listen to his album, Suck My Drums, but it's, it's, there's no context leading up to that joke. He does a ton of jokes about having a child and being in a relationship and becoming a man. And then it just very quickly turns into, by the way, I was in a very serious relationship with my cousin. With my cousin. (laughs) And there's very little sequitur. (laughs) It's so funny. That line, just like, it's on my family crest. Incidentally, also her family crest. It's very good. Every time. And I was actually, yeah. I was going to say, we'll we'll have him on the show. No, we won't. To promote his album. (laughs) It's doing well. Uh, What were you going to say? Well, we, Rachel and I were listening to his album on the way. We were just stuck in like rush hour Manhattan traffic, and it was mm-hmm. like miserable. And we were listening to Sean's and it, like, and it didn't album. help. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I kind of want to. I'm a little skeptic to say this because I don't want people to not listen to it. But Rachel was listening to it, and uh, I was just like, "Are you not liking this? We can switch it up." And she was like, "No, I'm enjoying it. I'm just not outwardly laughing." <laughs> I was like, "I'm taking it in." <laughs> I'm feeling the album. Like, I was like, damn, dude. That's like you a gotta, sick burn. You got to try on the sweater that is Suck My Drums. But see, that's, that's also sure how I fits. felt. That's how I felt about the new Mike Birbiglia special. And I loved oh, yeah. it. I thought it was great. But the, the whole time I was like, I'm not laughing at the jokes. And I that might be a fault. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I loved it. I it. But I was also like, did you go see it with your parents? or? I, I saw one of the, like, just after the pandemic running okay. at shows up in uh because i know Bethlehem. your parents went to the lincoln center one yeah and they went to like, one of the the actual i, I think run we of were shows. at that yeah. same show or like a show just afterwards or something yeah. where like in person it's you're you you want it to happen so you're laughing more and i do remember yeah. laughing but i don't remember like like grabbing my side laughing it would yeah. be like a really good chortle and then yeah. I want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> I, I so, think that's the nature of him. He's yeah, just like, no, I want to hear the story. I don't want to get over top of it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, my, Michael Bigley is my favorite comedian uh, of all time. And I, it really like, there are times when I laugh a lot, but like a lot of the times when I listen to his stuff, it's just because I'm enthralled mm-hmm. by like yeah. his ability to turn a little tangent into like a, a 10 minute bit and then just go back. like, And then he's like a master just bringing it back and just be like so i explain that to i explain that to the y uh, instructor and it was like oh my god that's so funny and i saw him live at helium and he was working stuff out right after his um 
I think his thank God for jokes uh, tour. And uh, I remember he would, he did a joke that was in this most recent special, but he had a special in between um, that he didn't have it in. And I was like, wow, I can't imagine having a joke that good and just sitting on it for seven like, years. It's not, it, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't fit this story. Yeah, but I'll that's keep how I felt. There was a um, Kyle Kinane had a, like a whole joke about rescuing a skunk that, album after album it just wasn't on it and like now you can find it online he put up some like random short ep it might be a split or something Mm. but like the joke's out there now and for a long time it was my favorite kyle kanane joke and like i even got to talk to him about it i was like is this joke ever going to be somewhere where i could show people this joke and he's like he was just half drunk no (laughs) he was like i hope so like it just doesn't it hasn't fit Cause it's like just long enough that like, it's a chunk of a special, mm-hmm. but it's also like, you know, it has to be super funny and it like, it's a lot of story and it's like, yeah. it has to tie it, into it's the just not, it's just not yeah. where it fits in any of these things, but like it's out there now and it's, it's still as funny as I remember, but like the whole time I'm like, just do it. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I hope that when he did release that EP, he thought of this one interaction you know, the weird thing based on that interaction, because it was it was like at an event. It's like it wasn't like a after after a stand up special kind of thing. I just got to talk to him and I had seen him like earlier that day was the third time that year I'd seen him. And like just total coincidence, like I went and saw him on purpose in Philadelphia and then I was in Rhode Island and I was looking for something to do. And he happened to be in town. And then I saw him at this what, thing. Like Lupo's? Um, it was a an old bank, whatever. Oh, cool! Comedy Connection or something, maybe. Oh my god! Every every venue that was formerly a train station or a bank has yeah. just like that <laughs> union transfer. Just like what? Like, yeah, I can't. I can't speak on it because it's still in the beginning stages of it. But um, oh, eventually shame. there may be one more <laughs> in, oh, in maybe the next year or so of just like this used to be a thing. And now it's this thing and also a comedy venue. <laughs> awesome. But we're, you know we need to we'll talk about it off mic. <laughs> not, not to derail this conversation because it's uh, me cutting myself off. We need to lightning round. <laughs> we do need to lightning round. But we do love Kyle Kinane. Kyle, please come on the show. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah, to, to put a button on that story, though, I, I told him the two times I had seen him and he started rattling off very specific different things about both shows that were like six months and a year prior. And I was like, what the that's, fuck? That's such like, a cool hidden talent. He was like, that's that's how you get to be so good at this. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, you need that's a special like, memory. Rachel also, uh, just before your lightning round. Who Rachel is Rachel? Is, uh... Because you have not mentioned who Rachel is. <laughs> Right. Rachel's the alter ego. When he like turns yeah, to Rachel's his right, and that's Rachel. To Rachel, his left, is Alex. Rachel is Alex without glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> unrecognizable. Midnight, Rachel is your partner. Alex. Rachel is my partner, my girlfriend, who okay. uh, very supportive. And she was like, she was hanging. We were hanging out a little bit before this, and uh, she was like, "Oh, are you ready? Are you nervous for the podcast recording?" And I was like, "I mean, it's not like." a show i'm just hanging out with my friends you yeah, know it's, with my i buds. get to call george but see his face it's basically a <laughs> facetime in a basement yeah yeah <laughs> i hope your answer was yes I, though. Ex- I hope you were nervous <laughs> so i was like yeah oh my god Scaled. no one no tougher <laughs> podcast host and meaner podcast host than george yeah. and dan yeah, yeah. no right. it's only big talk here hold your feet to the flames it. here uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're All gonna right, do a lightning you. round uh yeah. ciao. 
Oh, that felt good. Is that the is that the mater part of it now? Mater. <laughs> I don't mean so, to bring this up now, but you owe me three hundred thousand dollars in legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get rich. So, Alex, for you and for the listener, the way the lightning round works. We go through the six basic emotions, sadness, joy, anger, disgust, fear, and surprise. I'll ask you each of them one at a time. And you know, mm. first first thought, best thought, just give me the quick answer. And then after we do all six, we'll go back to the ones that kind of jump out and we'll talk about this. Word. All, all right. right. So in no particular order, what makes you feel fear? Uh, pests. Pests in the apartment. <laughs> I thought you said pass. Uh, pass. <laughs> Off to an awesome start. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to answer that one. Yeah, I just. Pass. I can't like even Rachel. say roaches. <laughs> oh god, I'm in hot water now. And that's why we're the meanest co-hosts in comedy podcast. Yeah, your makeup or breakup was a podcast. I like to think of ourselves as both Adam Carolla. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, you're Adam. Else? I'm Carolla. Yes. What makes you Adam feel Carolla. sadness? <laughs> sadness. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say worst lightning round ever. <laughs> this is a slow lightning round. Uh, sadness. Um, I think uh, su- uh, subway sleepers. That kind of bums me out. Is that a pun? No, subway like people who sleep on the subway. Yeah, and then you say it bums you out. Oh my gosh, I hate that's myself. on you. <laughs> I know. I'm Disrespectful sorry. ass. Wow. What a disaster this is. Wow. Worst lightning round ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, what makes you feel joy? <laughs> uh, oh, boy, sleepers. Uh, no. When they wake up. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, 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 making people laugh. That makes, brings me a lot of joy. Eh, boring. What Man, makes you feel? No, no response. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> what makes you feel surprised? Uh, uh, when someone reaches out to me to hang out, I feel like that's always just like, oh, all right, that's pleasant. <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you feel anger? Um. Uh, ooh, I get a lot of road rage, like people who like don't know how to drive in the city specifically. Do you drive in the city or do you take public transport? I, uh, I, I drive every now and then. Like okay. I, I do that thing where I shuffle my car to the left and right of the street and mm. stuff. And that's why you I drive your car it. for the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I walk my car. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah. And lastly. Yep. What makes you feel disgust? disgust um i think i'm disgusted when like my roommate throws away uh the the containers that his chinese food comes in where i'm just like oh my god that's such good tupperware that we can use for our future <laughs> meals you don't have to stuff. buy it now <laughs> just, yeah but also he throws it away and he doesn't even like throw it away in a way that fits in the trash can he just like puts his, puts it puts Oops. it on top and then just like has the lid lean on it. I'm like, what, is, yep. what are we doing right now? Yeah, don't push it down. That's where the garbage is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So what do we want to start with? Let's uh, let's start with the uh, the pests. Yeah. What, what's particularly uh, yeah. frightening about now the that pests? you are a New York boy, you having New York pests. <laughs> They're different than Philly pests. Philly pests are more like stray cats and a mouse mm-hmm. and maybe a roach or two. 
Yeah, Philly sh- Pests, they're in your space, and New York's sp- they're you're in their space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it's kind of funny because, um, like, when I walk to my apartment, <laughs> there's always, like, at night, there's always, like, rats kind of running to and from across. And I've gotten used to that. They're trying there's to get home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like it. <laughs> yeah. Who am I to yuck their yum? It's a real big move on my I head, hope when they I, get back to their nests, they like put down their briefcase and there's like a, <laughs> a, a lady rat holding a baby rat, uh, several baby rats. <laughs> several. Uh, just one <laughs> single baby rat. <laughs> oh my God. I, uh, yeah, but um, people are surprised when I say this and then I elaborate and they're not surprised. Uh, you know, the feel free to do from... exactly that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I gotta stop prefacing so much. Uh, anyway, so um, I moved to Philly to New York. Typically, there's a huge adjustment with like costs and everything like that. And uh, what's crazy is my New York apartment right now is cheaper than my Philly apartment was. That's kind of wild. I, Wow. Yeah, but then I explained to people. Didn't you live in a like, basement? <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, it was definitely a. Uh, definitely, um, actually, just to elaborate, when I first moved to New York, I had a sublet that ended horribly, and I ended up moving to this place. Um, that place was super expensive, but this place that I found was a lot cheaper. And then I found out like there's no natural light in the living room and there's no ventilation um and there's one bathroom for three people but it's still like a nice it's still a nice place to live the mm. only issue is every now and then we'll get like a bug that i see far away and i'm like oh shit what do i do with this and it reminds me of uh that dane cook joke that he has about um the setting on a windex sprayer that's just like the sniper rifle straight shot <laughs> i'm like what i do is i like stand like decently close and they put out the disinfectant and i like i put it in a special bottle because i have a refillable like thing and that has like a laser shot thing <laughs> so i've been having fun just i've just been having fun sniping bugs from afar you gotta wow. get the bug assault thing that's like a oh, real like salts yeah salt it's shot like thing. a yeah. gun but yeah. it, it yeah, shoots but... rock salt at these bugs yeah but it gets the flies or whatever yeah roaches or uh, roaches would like get hit by that stop what they were doing and look at me like tilt their head and look at yeah. me just yeah like, they'd pick the right. salt up and bring it home for dinner you know yeah you <laughs> know like, what it works you know what works great on though because i've seen a couple of videos they kept on promoting it with it those lantern flies that oh, salt yeah. thing blows them up <laughs> also they, bad for those they, they shatter <laughs> i do too because they kind of look like the aliens from Star- uh, starship troopers and i'm convinced that that is you the know, same the plot good line. guys yeah the good guys <laughs> that we have been told by propaganda to see i have yet to see a thing that explains why they're uh why they're invasive i get it i get why <laughs> But no one's no one in a white <laughs> trench coat has made a YouTube video to explain it to me directly. Yeah. And therefore, every time I see one, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need Dr. No. Scientist to tell me exactly why. I really do. I need <laughs> like, gotta, are they eating yeah. children? Then, yes, they're going down, dude. <laughs> like if they're killing a tree that I was going to remove in my yard in the first place have at it boys why not do you let know? time take yeah. its toll yeah. <laughs> do you know about the cane toads in australia no i just watched a whole the, documentary the, the about pests, it. the pests the pests of northern australia i mean basically 
I I watched a whole documentary about it because I've been homesick and I've been scraping the barrel for. Like, yeah, you look ways. like a sick person. Like oh, you I'm have a, a robe a... on and like a shirt that you know, I know you haven't changed out of in a few days. Oh no, this is I was I was given the doctor's clearance to go out to a, a party last night. So that's that's more what's contributing to this. It was start start the spread. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was uh, you know not having social stamina. So you know I had to I had to compensate <laughs> and <laughs> also the reason my voice sounds like this is because i hadn't talked to people in a week and i used my voice a lot yesterday <laughs> i was very good at this party i was very proud of myself <laughs> it's also it's also 10 a.m which is a crazy yeah. time i thought to ask like a quarter like a comic to be awake on a sunday for a no, sunday party. 10 a.m we get them right after church uh yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> so yeah cane toads I, cane toads <laughs> i want to hear more they're they're an incredibly invasive species in australia but they were having a problem in their sugarcane crop with i forget what the bug was but there was a bug that was basically using it to lay their eggs and then the larva would basically devour these plants when they came out and they were like well in puerto rico we had tons of success with cane toads kind of eradicating a similar problem and then they come to Australia and the way it was working, the bugs were laying the eggs like up in the plant. And like there was a scientist on the thing that was like, I don't know why they thought this would work. And like this is back like 30s and 40s. They're like, they don't go up like the frogs don't <laughs> climb. So like, they were they were never going to do it. And yeah, it's, it's too high. Yeah, it's too high for the frogs. They're in a place where they have no natural predators. So they've just been like growing in exponential numbers because, you know, they lay eggs like, you know, twice a year and they're not just having one baby. So yeah. they're having like 80 babies and they're just like growing in numbers and swarming around Australia. They're basically like working their way around Australia. Like, it, it's so funny to me that they're like, we have a perfect solution for this pest problem. It won't fix anything and it'll give us a new pest. Did no one do the research on how high frogs can jump? Did anyone do research on um, on if those toads like are psychedelic if you look yeah, them? Yeah, can we lick like them? That, they are yeah, poisonous say. to animals. We're animals. So I mean, like, psychedelics. We're Some animals. I'm just, I'm going to say something controversial. Uh, I think that in careful. the hierarchy of, of animals, mammals are top. Oh, fuck. All right. Because, the people are going to be pissed about because that. Because I, I don't know that I can be attached to animal this. and mammal are very close. And a mammal. <laughs> <laughs> That's mammal. true. It's not <laughs> reptile animal. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's not. I just, we're not. We're that's not one of those situations. Homo reptilius. That's not us. <laughs> All right. We're mammal. Yeah. Depends on who you that's ask. That's one of those things <laughs> that like you, you like have a whole presentation and you should you try to show people like, look, see how close animal is to mammal. And then you start to shuffle the letters around and it actually takes longer than you thought it would. <laughs> just proves <laughs> your point. I am left with an N and an I. However, See, in in what in <laughs> mammal? No, can't do that. <laughs> I uh, mammal. So I am. 
Mammal, I am. Mammal. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> everyone's just like, all right, I don't play. Like, this is a lizard man, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's trying to I convince me. He's telling me to look the other way. I don't like this. <laughs> that's so funny. I uh, This is a side note, too. I think that I agree with you. Lanternflies need a more toxic name because lanternflies right now just sound like kind of delightful. It sounds like a Victorian like, like poem. It's like, like it sounds flies. like an Emily Dickinson poem. Yeah, right? lanternflies. Yeah, Lanta, the lanternflies. Are I heard a lanternfly buzz the day I died. <laughs> The, uh, <laughs> the lantern fly jumped up and hit me in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a very romantic sounding name for a bug. I know. I just like, oh, but I'm glad that like me. they didn't make it a racist thing because I feel like it's very easy for an invasive species to like really yeah. like hone down on it and just like name a country from where it came from. And be like, yeah, the no, Chinese it's virus fly. Yeah. The yes, Chinese yeah. virus fly. You'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to kill that. And also I don't know if I can call Alex in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, also, I think it's funny. Uh, the idea of like, if they made, like, there's a whole trend in like Disney movies being redone in live action. If there was a Bugs Life one, they'd have to include lanternflies in there too. And oh, like, yeah. I wonder what voice actor would be in uh, like cast for the lanternflies. In the I Xbox hope Life. I hope it's like an in joke where it's like they make the lanternfly not the villain, but like like remember in Bugs Life, I think it's Bugs Life, where like they yeah. order the poo poo platter with no salt, with salt, and then the guy starts foaming at the mouth. Oh, or it's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. oh, that slug died afterwards. Like 100 percent Like that <laughs> slug died off camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I want that to be an in-joke in the live action Bugs Life, but it's yeah. like they cast an awful actor. Like they cast yeah. Andy Dick as the lantern fly. Just to... Yeah, that's a that's a tree nut allergy for that slug too. But yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> uh Andy Dick. my thought process was because I think a big thing that lantern flies do is they destroy uh vineyard crops. So I'm like, yo, they should just be a bunch of drunk valley Little girls. Wino. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's say Let's um, yeah, who my dad is. Yeah, my fucking dad is. I, yeah, I live in Brooklyn, street. but I was born in Manhattan. Born there. <laughs> I was born I was, uh, before Second Street, right? You know, beers <laughs> are. That's true. Honestly, I feel like we solved our own problem. Lanternflies should be called wino. Like wino, wino flies. Wino flies. I would take out a lot more aggression on them. However, it would be more aimed towards my dad than the fly. <laughs> Uh, that's therapy free therapy for free all. therapy just fucking take it actually i did weed whack a bunch of lantern flies they had like a, a, a solid oh, withholding in the backyard and it was just like this old weed that i had to dismantle and i was just like going in there with the weed whacker and watching little wings fly up out of nowhere wow maybe we should move on that feels very origin story yeah <laughs> uh, they're coming after me for sure as soon as they become sentient we find out that they are just the little aliens from starship troopers i'm dying first so i <laughs> i i looked it up to see like you know, get any information about this. They are they are native to China. That part that part was right. Mm-hmm. Oh, am I a bad person now? <laughs> That's the, a rough uh, one, Mr. Grinch. The the <laughs> first like people ask question on Google was what happens if I get bit by a lanternfly, which is not something I had ever considered. You can't. They don't have mouths. Yeah, but it's like they're not harmful to humans. They just are really harmful to crops and trees and plants. But this next sentence is one that somehow I've never experienced. 
They can make a mess in your yard by excreting a sticky substance that causes the growth of black sooty mold. So they're just walking around shitting mold. Oh no! Or maybe spitting really, it out. I feel like excreting is usually excreting. Is, no, it's is animal shitting through your front. skin. Oh, it's, it's like just, it's just coming out. It, goo- it just gooms out. <laughs> they're, they're sweating mold. Yeah, they just sweat Ooh. black mold. Now they deserve to die. Yeah, no, we're it's, gonna we're gonna go find some more. I'm gonna go to warmer climates and yeah. find these fuckers. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to China and get these. them all. <laughs> Regretful that I brought this uh, that I brought this topic up. No, best is good. Like, yeah, as a uh, as a hypochondriac, knowing that black mold is pooped out by an invasive species, I'm like, oh god. I, I don't I think it's. I don't think it's black mold in that sense. I don't think it's like end it here. (laughs) It's like capital. I don't think it's like capital B black mold. I think it's like it is black. (laughs) And it's it's fine. I just don't. uh, I don't live in a place that has a lot of wilderness. Yeah, the fact that you decided like I I know how you are around bugs and around like you're a very clean person, and the fact that you decided to move to New York City, a place where part of their like governmental proceedings to get someone elected is like, and what are we doing about the rat problem? And you moved to that city. You moved to that city. Oh uh, man, what can I say? I, I'm on a, I'm on the third floor though, so they got to go through a couple. And they, of they stop them. They can't jump that high. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't know why. But they thought they could get that high, but they you know don't quite the do. Yeah, they, they 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 don't climb. They don't climb to eat the pests. So the the third floor pests are just going to be a pest. The ground floor pests, the frogs will take care of. Rats, uh, rats. <laughs> what voice is that? Is. That's like loosely Australian. <laughs> Well, so is this documentary. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got? We have um, someone reaching out. We actually get this a lot on the show of like the surprise yeah. of. Apparently, all of our friends are shocked that they have friends. <laughs> well, I think it's and correct me if I'm wrong, because I know we've had um, uh, all, people of all genders on the show, uh, but I feel like it's the more of a masculine feeling is like the surprise when someone else reaches out to say hey what's going on or like hey do you want to go do something Mm. it it feels yeah it feels very much like a like a uh you know it's a surprise for men to be reached out to there's definitely yeah 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 there's a whole uh i I listened to like this this podcast once where they're talking about like about it i know there's others but i'm on spotify i uh (laughs) But it's just uh, like how men like kind of like make friendships out of convenience. And then as we grow older and older, we're out of convenient friendship making situations and stuff. And then a lot of older men don't have friends. They have like their wives and their friends and stuff like that. So it's just uh, it's kind of like I I agree. It's kind of like more of a masculine thing, I think, of like. If it's not immediately there, I don't want to bother anyone. And I'm just going to just like yeah. be on my own. And I don't want to sound like a pussy by asking someone to hang out yeah, with me. There's, there's <laughs> that like fragile part of it, but there's also like the, there's like the anger when you don't, when you realize like, oh, that person is just busy. Like for instance, I was going to try to go for a run with my friend Dennis. He was one of the beer boys at the wedding. Mm, uh, th- this good morning. Dude. Great, great dude. Good dude. Backed hard. Uh, and we were like, hey, listen, I'm walking the dog now, and then you can come over and do that. But he had like suggested, hey, why don't we go for a run tomorrow? And so like I woke up early, and then I was like, listen, I, I'm going to try to do it in the morning because uh, it's supposed to rain up here. Um, but if you're too busy, don't worry about it. 
And I realized I was making, I was trying to convey or articulate that it's like, it's okay if it's no, if you don't want to go do this. Yeah. It's not me trying to talk you into no. It's just saying it's fine if it is no. Yeah. (laughs) It's no. If it's yes, both are cool. Like there is no hard feelings either way. And then, yeah, it worked out that like he had something else going on. He was like putting on dinner, starting to to, like prep it for for Mm -hmm. later and that thing. But I feel like without that conversation, both of us would be seething. We'd be like, fucking mm. you text me or like fucking yeah. you even tell me about it or fucking this. And there's that masculine like rage of mm. oh, I reached out and did not get a yeah. response. Fuck you. Completely. I never again. I made, I made the effort and I got was nothing vulnerable. out of it. <laughs> yeah. And there's this a... like vulnerability attack thing where it's like, oh, oh, I was vulnerable and you didn't you didn't reciprocate that. Blech. <laughs> yeah totally it, it's definitely like uh people taking like people taking like a re- quote-unquote rejection personally they're just like oh it's yeah. because like that like one of my uh there was this kid in my neighborhood when i was growing up who if i ever they would call him like can you hang out and i was like i'd be like no i can't and then they'd be like why why can't you and i'm like oh my yeah. god so invasive and I'm allowed uh, to just can't... not feel like it I yeah, got my own life totally. and experiences and I, I still got love for you, dude. But like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's roll it back a little. Yeah. As a third grader, I was just like, yo, my guy I have so much love for you, but like, <laughs> like, these uh, crayons aren't going to color themselves, you know? No <laughs> I cap. definitely really respect also my friends who like, I asked them to hang out. They're like, dude, I'm not doing anything today. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, totally. That's fine. And oh, yeah. I, as someone who is in a new city where I'm trying desperately to make new friends and stuff like that, I have discovered, I think maybe you guys have noticed this already a little bit. I, uh, I think I come off a little bit like too polite. I try to become like a little too like aware of someone honorary Canadian. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta tap into like dickhead Alex to go make some friends. Yeah. Yeah. Chinese Canadian American Alex. But I, Basically, it's just uh, I've been doing this really weird thing that people like have pointed out to me recently. Just like you don't have to say this, but I'm like, He's when I meet to. someone new, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, do you have the bandwidth for new friends at this moment? And they're, just like, <laughs> they're like, what the fuck is? Are you wrong seeing with you? new friends? And then, <laughs> and then please, I, I am lonely. <laughs> and then I reach out to them and then I'm just like, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to be reaching out to you a good amount because it's just like, um, you know, it's just like, you have to put in the effort and yeah. I put in like a decent amount of effort to like reach out to as many people as I can. And it's just kind of crazy to me when uh, someone reaches out, just like, Hey, are you free? And I'm like, Holy shit. It's yeah. working. It's actually yeah. working. And well, so I think there's also, I think there's a, there's a portion of it too, where like, there are going to be people that hears the term, like, do you have the bandwidth for new friends or like, <laughs> Hey, I am reaching out to be uh, like friendly with you. I would like to spend more time in a platonic sense. Like there are people that are going to be like, the fuck, but there are mm-hmm. many more people that would go, well, well, how fucking refreshing that I don't have to dance yeah. around this subject. So goddamn much. I, I <laughs> yeah, do need a sure. friendship therapy robot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is definitely giving just like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like I just be... I've forgotten how to do. <laughs> I, was, uh, yeah, I took an I took an improv class and I was just I was just like hardcore. I would say stepdad energy of just like, hey gang, let's all hang yeah. out and be. Oh no, it's it's 
you're you're the opposite of every reality TV show. It's like I joined an improv group, and I'm like, I'm not here to win. I'm here to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an awful survivor outing right there, yeah. right? Uh, there's no. We are all in a uh uh a, what do you, what do you call that when they work together? Team. Alliance. Uh, they're all, oh, we're all in an alliance all together alliance. for friendship. An alliance we're, of life. Yeah, yeah, this is an alliance of love and and life and beauty. And I just love you guys so much. Um, you guys, guys want a shot? Friends. You guys want a shot? <laughs> Let's do um, a shot. My classic move of buying a citywide, taking the shot, and giving someone the PBR. <laughs> yes. Like, Somehow that Everyone's is cheaper. Like, they're like, wow, what a great guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking awesome. Huh? As I like, slur my words and fall down the stairs of Raven. Yeah, I am a hero. <laughs> I am a hero. <laughs> I am denied. Um, all right, well, let's do one more. Um, do, do, do. Wasting Tupperware is a big one. Yeah, uh, that, that's the one I wanted to come back to. It feels like yeah. a good last one, too, because I feel like there's not much to say on it. And also, but it, are it they home right now? Because I want me. you to be as loud as possible <laughs> yeah. about how, no. how petty you are about this. The guy who does it isn't home right now, but Damn. yeah, it is like there really is a hear lot this of like... name names. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to get I'm I'm trying to get a like a, a apartment meeting formed because yeah. of the <laughs> passive aggression from Alex. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll get him on as a feelings. rebuttal. <laughs> he went he yeah. went on he went on a podcast with dozens of listeners and it's outed me like... as a Tupperware thrower awayer. It's just a Judge Judy situation. I'm just like you guys are the judge, jury, and executioner of this roommate dispute. Yeah. So despite, my, despite when you're in a situation where you do have to throw it away, how do you make the choice which one gets thrown away? Because I've been in when that I, situation where I've had I've just I've kept too many. Yeah, I um it's just uh like what I really think I value is like those Tupperwares that like I think the soups come in that are just kind of cylindrical and they have yeah, like those the, are really good. They're transparent like you can see through them a little bit sometimes they're great because you can microwave them and uh i use them for a lot of stuff and also uh they stack really easily in the fridge and i think it's just like a good quality tupperware you know and oh, stackability is huge stackability yeah, is huge. huge we have a we huge. also have like a mini huge. like a smaller fridge for three people and i'm like yeah we gotta value the real estate we, we are have. pretty shit fridge i i yeah. i, I Every once in a while, I fall down a new rabbit hole on YouTube, and one of them was this guy, awful guy. His name's Cash, and he tours oh, he tours NYC apartments, and it's always just like you have a pretty modest fridge, but you also have a wine fridge. <laughs> so why? Just give me a fucking fridge. <laughs> just put them on top. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, and I'm I'm kind of iffy. There's like a trial. There's a trial process that I go through with the uh, like the one the Tupperware that like entrees come in that are like black with like the the clear top, clear top on top that are mm -hmm. like flatter, you know. So I'm like, huh, like, do I have enough for this? Like, is there like, like, it's it's more of a give and take, like a a more strict uh, rubric that I have for it, you know. But overall, I I'm pretty against throwing away Tupperware where I'm like, oh, we can just use this, mm -hmm. like. See, there's yeah. a point where they're like, if you have too many, then you have too many. Like, we have the combined efforts of Chinese takeout, 
gifts from people, stuff that people brought over and never took the job mm, back. Yeah. So there's always a mixture of things. You do have to clear those out. But that's when it becomes a problem too. Cause like yeah. talking about stackability, none of this stuff can combine easy in the place where you keep it. So 100%. you just have like an avalanche of Tupperware cause it yeah. doesn't work together. Ours is totally. under the oven and because we have like a built-in wall oven situation in our house. Yes. And and it's just a it's it the cup runneth over of Tupperware. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 will, I, I will say yeah. with the black ones with the clear lids, I feel like if it has more of a like if you ordered something with like brown rice or white rice and it wasn't super greasy, keepable. Yep. If it mm-hmm. has like lo mein, you will they will always feel slick throw it away mm-hmm. yep throw totally, it totally, away. Totally. i agree there's completely actually, uh, there's actually a hack you can do where you uh can microwave some water and dish soap and this is i just dawned on me what i'm talking about on this podcast i'm sorry but i uh it's alex i need this <laughs> if you microwave uh the tupperware with like a, a paper towel water dish soap a little bit and then you shake it up it'll get rid of the grease and i heard that the with tupperware. the uh with like the red tomato stains for like yeah, yeah, yeah. to go food for like italian uh and mm-hmm. i've I, I maybe i didn't microwave it because i have tried it with the paper towel and the soap and the hot water but didn't nuke it and i'm wondering mm-hmm. if that'll help because we do have a lot of like, like penne a la vodka uh, stained tupperware yeah dude you're uh you're italian a family of, uh, yeah yeah i got you um, no, i'm george I, Falzone now <laughs> something that uh i did catch myself doing that i'm like oh, man i'm not proud of this but in the next i like was gonna throw something away and i saw like the the whole like the the mother load the mother load of tupperware that i really value in the trash and i was like i'm about to do it i'm about to do it i took it out of the trash and i put it in a dishwasher and yeah. now we have just uh, it's so beautiful to just be able to like man i made too much food in the Tupperware. There yeah, we yeah. go. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad yeah. that your brain works like that because mine is, I know I have food at home that's left over from dinner. However, there is a Taco Bell right here. Uh, <laughs> I, I tend to like just get three, three like just soft tacos, not Supreme. Mm. I'm not trying to be greedy. It's just <laughs> a little... Just a little. I you know. That should be your nickname. Three soft tacos. Three That's a number two. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, it's uh, it's it's the life. It's it's. Yeah. I I I think this conversation. Uh, before we move over and spin this wheel, uh, after we do this, I'm going to go for my run, and then where I'm going to throw away all my Tupperware. But let's spin the wheel <laughs> and see what we're talking about today. <laughs> And... that sounded healthy oh i know i didn't realize i couldn't hold sounds yet <laughs> <laughs> we got gleeful. gleeful gleeful can we play just a quick drop of the like in between scenes uh, from Glee? Uh, maybe in post <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll be right back to talk about gleeful cool. nice friends and weirdos i'm meg and i'm Alyssa, and we're the host over at the podcast real chills do you love the unexplained do you listen closer for things that go bump in the night if so real chills podcast is for you the best part is all our stories are true 
You can check us out on Spotify. And if you have a story you'd like to share, email us at realchillspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, everybody. Danny here with Plugs. You can check out Alex. He will be on Betty's holiday show on the 21st and at Tattooed Mom on the 26th. As for me, the uh, roast from last week got rescheduled. So if you're listening to this right when it comes out, you can go see us roast Meg Getz tomorrow night. That will be the 12th of December. We'll be at the Grape Room like it was scheduled to be before. All the same people are on it. It's going to be a great time. George and I are at Feel Feelings Pod on all the places. Take the time to uh, like, share, rate, and review. That helps us out every time. And I believe that's it for the week. Back to the show. I I have no problem with babies in bars, but babies in loud, crowded football game day bars. And plus, is an inside joke just for me and Alex because we were talking about it briefly the other day. But like, you can't bring a baby to an Eagles bar; they'll try to kick it. That's how Jake Elliott's <laughs> so good. He punts babies. Yeah, dude. There's more resistance with a baby. Exactly. It's the, like, there's a weight to it to kick a baby. Uh, <laughs> all because there's no children's Jake Elliott jerseys that anyone can get. Because <laughs> he don't. Because he hates children. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the We're show. Back. We're coming back on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jake Elliott a lot. That's like the jersey I wanted after like week three, where he just kept on saving this team at the end of the game. And I was it, like, it no, he's so the guy. Funny. He's watching, the fucking yeah. guy. <laughs> watching you get into football is so funny. <laughs> Thank you. He's the one who makes it make sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I... Yeah, I uh, I've always wanted the Eagles to find a new David Akers, who's just a consistent like place kicker, and I'm really mm-hmm. happy that they found uh, Jake Elliott, who, yeah. who's just like a likable guy too. Yeah, so he's I'm just looking. a dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I David missed, Akers I, was a dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, David missed, Akers uh, infamous I, for that uh, that draft uh, in Dallas when he was screaming at Dallas fans, yeah. just like. <laughs> so so out of character but also made so many new fans that day yeah (laughs) it was i uh i i was worried about my boy jake elliott who hates children um recently (laughs) because i wasn't watching that 49ers game i could didn't have like we were out and about so i was checking my phone (laughs) yeah no it seemed really bad uh what I uh, I saw it was six to seven, and I was like, "No fucking way!" Did Jake Elliott miss a field goal kick? I was like, "No, no, he made two. Yeah, he's the only reason this is happening. <laughs> Dude, that uh, I mean, his sixty yarder in the rain. I was just like, "It's automatic. It's yeah. I have no yeah. doubt." And and, uh, and would you say that makes you feel gleeful? Oh, that's yeah. right. We're here for uh, a reason. Simple transition. <laughs> this turned into an Eagles podcast for a hot sec, right? I can't. Speaking of David Akers, did you see Brandon Graham finally? Somebody passed David Akers as like the most games played or games started as an Eagle. Brandon Graham just did yep. it. Yep, Brandon Graham is Good. is is now like a thousand and fifty or something. Yeah. 
everyone's Man. least favorite draft pick slash Super Bowl hero. We always liked him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It was just like Brandon Graham. Fuck this guy. After a while, just like I love Brandon Graham. Yeah, a decade <laughs> of sweet. he's the worst. Oh wait, that strip sack. He's my favorite. He's always been yeah. my favorite. He's I have his jersey. Great. I love it. Brandon Graham. <laughs> I've the loved best. him forever. I've loved him. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking nuts. Um, yeah. Uh, Wait, so we're doing the Khalifa thing? Like, yeah, yes, it. it's the Go. show, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me, and I was just like, wait, I started talking, and I don't know. I don't have the It really feels like the intern's trying to run a meeting. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't want to – I feel like this is going to be a little too inside baseball for some viewers, but this is like – I think it can be a good, like, talking point. It's – uh, two things in particular. Thank like, you for uh, leading in like this. It's very you always got a preface. <laughs> preface. People, I'm a preface king. What can I say? I uh, roll um, out the red carpet for your glorious statements. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's definitely uh, what makes me feel most recently. What's made me feel gleeful is uh, when you're really feeling like uh, you know you're like hitting the lull of like passion for stand up, but you get a little burnt out, um, and you're booked for a show. And you're supposed to do like the bits that you always know work. But then every now and then you're like, fuck it. I can't do this again. I'm going to throw in a bit that I've never done before. never done. I'm going to try it. And then you do it in the show and it fucking hits so hard. You're like, yes, finally. Like I, that feeling of uh, breaking up something that you can think is like mundane uh, with something that you're really passionate about to reignite everything. It just Fulfill, fills me personally with a lot of glee. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys can relate to that. Oh, no, no, fully. That yeah. Anytime yeah. you can yeah. break a routine, like in, in any sense, where like if you can like, you know, go left instead of right when you're going to work and all of a sudden you get there faster, like it pays off more. You're like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't do the norm and it worked out. Like the, the endorphins that come from that are so high. Yeah. I I mean, completely. Yeah. I, uh, I was... Uh, and like, I guess the overall, like, like the bigger picture also is just definitely like stand up is definitely one of those things that like, it comes in like highs and lows. You, know, you can get burnt out pretty easily. And that's why a lot of people like quit so much. But uh, for me personally, it's been really refreshing and makes me really like happy to know that like, in the past when I felt like, oh, man, I don't know if I can even do stand up anymore. It's always come back, quit. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, unfortunately, like, I don't think I will because like, even yeah, like, it's too I far know, at this point, <laughs> this is just, just me uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? If not stand up, Alex, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Alex. No, but it, it always comes back, which I appreciate because there have been a lot of interests that I've like gone with like very like full force and then i've just like been like i don't want to do this actually anymore yeah, remember when and you were a swimmer i was a swimmer and then i got back and i was a coach for a hot second then i was just like, i remember no, that actually... i think your first or second time on here you were in the midst of that yeah i was in the midst of some coaching and then i ghosted the kids so hard i like that's what it was it was right so... after that you were you were on here right after that was I? Okay. <laughs> because I remember like, oh my God. Now, now that I think about it, I feel kind of bad. Uh, this girl was like, uh, just like, you're coming back next season, right? I was like, yeah, I think so. Because at that point, I had no intentions of leaving. And they were like, uh, 
they were like, good, because every season we get a new we get a new coach and then they stay for the whole season and then we get attached and then they leave us and i was like oh okay don't worry uh, <laughs> cool, cool. i would never do that to you and you were like then, wait a minute what a great idea <laughs> is that, that what people do i had this all wrong <laughs> like, cut cut to me like in new york just being like oh <laughs> like uh-oh i hope uh, i hope she's I've, doing okay i've abandoned these children <laughs> Yeah, so uh, <laughs> definitely the the fact that I've always wanted to come back and I like I don't even know what it is. It's like a different thing every time that reignites the spark that I want to get back into stand up has been very like reassuring for other aspects of my life, my life also, which mm-hmm. I think has made me feel really gleeful. That is the weird thing about stand up is like that that part you were saying about how it could be different things that lead you back to it. And like when you, when you have kind of like performer brain, anything could be like, oh, you know what? I'm writing that joke, and all of a sudden I'm back. Like mm-hmm. anything could trigger the writer mindset to go again. It doesn't like it could be any part of your life. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's yeah, um. That's it. I was um. I mean, I was fortunate enough just because I was staying with Betty. I was down in Philly like a weekend ago, and. The show was just like, do you want to do a next in line show? And I was like, oh, a next in line show. Yeah, hey, you got a good <laughs> tape like, from that too. That was a good clip of you from that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Rachel posted it again and it was just like, you look like that uh, girl from Willy Wonka that turns into a blueberry. And I was like, in a well, good way. In a good <laughs> way. No, in a hot way. Like a hot, yeah, I was like, hot blueberry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds very vile to me. <laughs> anyway, it's um, like, yeah, part of the, anyway, part of the go pie. see Wonka. It comes out this weekend. Oh god, <laughs> really? Did that come out? No, the uh, after recording weekend. Oh, okay, <laughs> or after yeah, no, release it's, weekend. Oh, it's like the. Uh, I read somewhere that like Hugh Grant hated doing it. Never want every reviewer. It's like we're going to hate watching you in it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're already the most def- unlikable character from the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely just But it's like, made by the Paddington guy. Grant. I'm going to see it. Anyway, yeah, moving yeah. on. The Paddington yeah, Mighty was- Boosh guy. What the fuck is the world? <laughs> I was definitely like, uh, who asked Who asked for this? Like, who asked for this movie yeah. when it was announced? But then I was like, uh, but then there was an SNL bit where Bo and Yang plays uh, an Oompa Loompa that talks about uh, Timothy Chalamet's character. And I'm just like, oh man, that's so fucking fun. I kind of want to watch this now. <laughs> now it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, but I was on this uh, next in line show, and I mean, I, I don't know if Manny and Tyler listen to this, but I always I've always regarded next in line as like that new show that everyone's just like, oh, I want to be on that next in line show. Next in line show is like where it's at. The tape's good, the production value is good, and the audience is always like hot. And yeah, they, remember, did, they um, did a great job selling it to the world. Like yeah, on they, like comic comic and audience both. Yeah, they're yeah, they're a proper That's part business. of it. Because like there are it's so good. many shows that don't put that effort into it of like trying mm-hmm. to make it profitable and interesting and intriguing, and that's why I and this is not a dig at anyone that's ever booked a show there, but that's why Twelve Steps Down has had eighteen different comedy shows run out of it. That's a tough spot, <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough spot. And people Any place continue, without an actual stage is yeah, a tough spot. <laughs> they continue to try to put stuff up at 12 Steps Down and Connie's Rick Crack. They will always try to put stuff at, at 12 yeah. Steps Down and Connie's Rick Crack, and it will last four months. 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, I can't say the same for Connie's, but 12 steps is a, it's a great hang. Everybody yeah. wants to be there. So they want it to work. It's like O'Neill's mm-hmm. on a uh, second street that so many shows have come through O'Neill's and everybody thinks that we're going to be the one to make it work, but it's like a long, He's narrow. Like, I got it. It's like, it's, it's such a great place. I love hanging out at O'Neill's, but like, there's no good way to watch a show there, even though there's a stage. Like it, it's just not going right. to work. I remember uh, I was walking down uh, South Street uh, with my girlfriend, partner, Rachel. Oh, uh, that's who that, that is. Oh, oh, Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. I thought you were talking about Rachel. Whatever. Anyway, uh, I, um, but we walked uh, Couldn't uh, by... Couldn't think of Rachel? I couldn't think of a Rachel. <laughs> There's only I, one I, Rachel in his life, George. That's true. How uh, romantic. <laughs> we passed by... Remember Paddywax on South Street? I was yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I like stopped. So I was just like Rachel. <laughs> just like point, like gesture with my hand. I'm like, one time you know the hosts happened. of this show did not show up, and I hosted. <laughs> <laughs> which which, uh, which version was that? Who, who I think that was that? a Dan Clark year. Dan Clark, <laughs> Scott Armstrong years. And Fuck I, Dan uh, Clark. I remember. Fuck Dan Clark. We love <laughs> I mean, Dan Clark. We I love Dan Clark. Clark but... <laughs> Dan Clark's got an amazing series. A quick shout out for Dan Clark and his art. He has a great series on TikTok called The Poopcast, where he's just, anytime he's taking a shit, he hops on TikTok and says, hey, welcome to The Poopcast. And the, uh, most, the kind of thing that will get me Dan into Clark. TikTok. You know what? I think I'm a TikToker now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Dan you're Clark. Start referring to taking shits as taking TikToks from now on. I uh, already did. <laughs> I went to um, yeah, but I was just like Paddywax was so fun because there was no stage and there was also no general no, understanding no of which way to stand. <laughs> yeah, facing. Like, I think, I think they had you. performed every square foot of that place. Oh yeah. yeah, both sides of the divide. Every yep. every which way oh. you could face. Every yeah. I was just like, this is going to be like this is the closest I've ever done to performing in an arena show. You know, like one of those yeah. like shows where like the community's in the center and they're surrounded and all and all ends yeah. by by audience members. I was just like, who do I talk to right now? Like, do you remember there. the night yeah. at Paddywax where I guess it was Temple? did like a sorority upstairs and it just turned into us interviewing the kids to get upstairs like we just stopped (laughs) doing jokes be like what sorority are you in that's cool (laughs) are you guys like the cool ones are you guys like the bad ones yeah are you guys like the ugly ones are you like the bad ones are you like the bad ones do you have nice jackets they're bad they're having a social at Patty Wax. What are we talking about here? Yeah, they're not excelling. And they're like, like, oh my God, let's go. Let night. me go up. Let me go yeah. up, dude. Let me go up. I was like, you go to your formal and you don't hurt dude. yourself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was also a Tuesday night. I was like, what the? Why are you dressed to the nines in South Philly at Patty Wax on a Tuesday night? Yeah. Like, this and is that's clearly. Just what sorority formals were yeah, I not exactly I, near I, campus either i married a sorority <laughs> girl and we live within walking distance of the place that they did all their formals uh and she yeah. was like the amount of random tuesdays that i was here and that you were in my apartment hanging out with my friends at a party they planned we could have met each other so much sooner <laughs> <laughs> It was so crazy, man. George, when you were like, yeah, I have 11 groomsmen. I was like, what? Yeah. Fuck? yeah. And it was just like half because you're like, I think Casey had 11. Like, she was like, yeah, 11, match it. Yeah. I, was, I would be like, yeah, all right. I would, it would be like, 
George, it would be Danny. It would be like, uh, I would it would be like asking people on stage. I'd be like, uh, you, sir, you seem. I did ask someone while they were on stage. They didn't get to participate in the fun bit of doing a murder puzzle, but That's I was true. tired of trying to figure out where the fuck Sean Nelms lived. So I was like, open this. And it was freaking wheel. He was like, uh, George said not to open this until I get home, but. I'll do it now. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he was bombing hard. So he was like, I need to do something. <laughs> bombing on wheel? Yeah, I know, right? What? It's not like it's designed to do that at all. Yeah. It was so, that was so funny too, because he, it was such an impassioned, like very nice speech that you wrote for him. And he was doing it. It was like complete 180 of a bomb. It's just like, you are one of the funniest people I've ever met. And he just like looked up at the crowd. Like, <laughs> see? <laughs> see? <laughs> I, you are, I think you're the ones who are wrong. I, I liked that part of what he what he was saying when he started reading through it, and I was like giving him like giving him his flowers and telling him how great he was, and he was just like, oh, I should not have read this on stage. <laughs> oh man! I mean, in Rachel fairness, he did this. He did the same thing with his album, where uh, I wrote like a very nice story about meeting him for the first time and like us coming up. And and I like you know I felt very trusted by him, so I posted this on Instagram just to be a thing. And he just wrote back and was like, "I don't know how to respond to this. I'm gonna touch your penis when I see you." And I'm like, "Wait a way to ruin it." Great response. I think fair. That's very fair. I saw what you wrote. I think very fair. <laughs> I uh... <laughs> oh my god, I remember that was so funny. Also, I was like thinking because uh, uh, I remember uh, I read. Your letter to me very nice, and Sean's Sean's was like, "You are uh, you are one of the funniest people I've ever, I've ever met." And your letter to me was just like, "You always remind myself remind me to be humble." I was like, "Yes, <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like I'm a bad friend." You <laughs> are I'm yeah. just like that's why I kept you at like, the end George, of the line. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you! I was right behind you. I was right behind <laughs> you and Casey. There's a couple like was... of photos of like you're in good, good like sh- eye shot, but then also my friend Luke, friend of the show, Luke Robersh, uh, oh so, so small, so small, just <laughs> hiding behind towers of men. I felt, uh, I felt so bad. I was like, because like Meg was like, how many of those people do you know? I was like, wait, there was one more. <laughs> <laughs> just peering uh, from a tree like a cryptid, just. Ugh. Uh, what's funny to me too was i think he left his suit jacket and then you messaged to the whole group like who had and who left an extra small i did i did i did do that i read the size of it it was like a 36 r and i was like there's no one else's but i'm going to embarrass him by posting that in the group chat and then having my mother-in-law mail it right after she dropped us off at the airport for our honeymoon he he was an inconvenience so funny uh let's see what some of the people said about gleeful uh what what do they got i wrote that i I like that jumping in at the end like you know the whole song (laughs) Uh, very intuitive lyrics i might say oh yeah you, you. you cracked the code on that <laughs> They're influenced by Bob Dylan. Not the same. How do Not the I same do? song. Yeah, I was at uh, uh, one of his apartments yesterday. 
Not the I'm one going. he sold for two million dollars or whatever. No, in, no, no, no. When he was Scotland living in Woodstock, you know, when he was living in Woodstock, there's it's called the Bob Dylan's White Room, and now it's a little like guitar boutique. And I was in Woodstock last uh, yesterday. Yeah, Bob Dylan's room would be white, wouldn't it? It would be right. Uh, dude, have you ever seen that uh, that uh, James Austin Johnson impression of Bob Dylan? It's just like Bob Dylan's phone on silent, yeah, on vibrate, it's yeah. Like, eh. <laughs> oh that's very fun that's a joke he wrote drunk at a bar once and it was just like this is a staple for forever if i remember it right the time i saw him do that he was like i i i don't know when i'll ever be able to do this so here <laughs> i present to you yeah fun <laughs> i need to present to you the full context of this isn't for me or you or anybody but it exists and i <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh, all right uh skipping i know who wrote this and i want to see it i want to see it i want to oh, i want to experience the joy and i immediately pictured it with the big old smile and the uh, laugh, yeah. Oh, it's John uh, Laron, Alex. I, I don't mind outing him. A uh, fantastic laugher, fantastic guest, fantastic person. Always participates. Always, always comes in. Love John. Uh, him skipping and laughing, whew, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I. I mean, honestly, uh, getting getting away from it being him. Anytime you get oh. to do something that's specifically childish, and like mm-hmm. you have like permission it's not like you're doing a bit like you just get to be childish it is it is absolutely yeah. gleeful it is so much yeah, fun like you yeah. can't help but smile i uh 100%. when i when i'm hanging out with my nephews and i play like i play with my nephews i like i'm always like a little embarrassed because i'm like i'm having i think more fun than the kids are yeah like we are like uh we're playing with legos we're throwing a football around or we're like um like we were making, like we're drawing a board game, and like the my nephew's just like, I want to make an imaginary thing here. I'm just like, that's not where it goes. And I'm like, oh, my God. what's wrong with me? Imagine better, child. <laughs> so this is my masterpiece. Get out of here. I'm just like, oh, I got to get rid of this. I got to get rid of this serious, uh, literally dad energy before any like any kids occur in my life. You know, it'll be so. fine. Your, your post kid life is just going to be like hard nosed, <laughs> totally gruff asshole dad. Yeah, I have a very uh, fuck it, we'll do it live mentality with uh, like when it comes to kids. Yeah, I, I always said that about you. Alex's biggest hero is Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Uh, <laughs> what else we got? Being drunk at, Spr- at Springsteen tribute concerts. I'd enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, is that also John Marsh. Uh, no, it would be pretty great though. But like, there there is something about, and this isn't an ad for my other show, but something about like cover bands where you're like, like there, there's no stakes here. Yeah, the <laughs> like, tickets were ten dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, often uh, they're free. Just walk into uh, a bar and somebody's playing and other there. people's songs, and you're like. You know what? I, I don't expect it to be good. Let's have fun. <laughs> can I uh can I ask like uh from I'm not very educated when it comes to music we and know. music industry. Okay, well that sounded needlessly mean. Anyway. <laughs> no, um, you, you actually uh, can't ask though. We're moving yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> you have to earn uh, it. The new um I feel like uh there's a new Springsteen 
like kind of out there and like like and bleachers i love bleachers as like a band and they have a lot of uh like jack antonoff draws a lot of his motivation and inspiration from bruce springsteen it's from i feel like yeah specifically from uh ashbury park i feel like too i um, uh no he bounced around a bit like he used to live near my buddy's house in hillsdale and that was Alex, like this is why you don't bring it up this is like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, that's, it's a claim that's to fame of thing. hillsdale new jersey is that jack i don't know slept in a basement there for a brief period of time <laughs> that's one thing i told uh i told rachel she was like what's one thing about george i'm like if you bring up any musician around george he will hijack the conversation and be like oh your favorite band and talk to the other people in the conversation. So there's this band called Royal Blood who is just like, it's really just like two people on like a looper. And I'm just like, that, I don't, <laughs> this isn't my thing anymore. This is George's thing. And it's just, is, is that the one that was the Mike Birbiglia band? Is, that, is there a Mike Birbiglia band? The the music for his, that, that name sounds familiar and I can't oh, figure out why. No, uh, Redders. Red That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I only know that because Bella. I like that. I love that song. I was just it's like, a good yeah, tune. This is a good song. Casey uses um, it a lot in her classes. <laughs> it's a good. Really? It's a good. It's a good. I guess like, it would oh, be. You're yeah. Gonna, yeah. You're gonna die. You're gonna need a red hearse. Anyway, situation. <laughs> I, uh, nice, go out in yeah. style. Yeah. I mean, yeah, true. I uh, I forget where my point was, but I feel like the new uh, spring scene right now is bleachers because I feel like the motivation is is kind of comparable but i don't know if that's sacrilegious to say no he's know? just that's exactly what he's doing yeah it's 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 it, known it feels intentional yeah. yeah it's like oh i'm gonna do uh bruce springsteen i, I think the other the part of it that because there's a, there's always a lot of new springsteens there, there's tons of them there's like mm-hmm. a new one every five years but the thing that i think works for bleachers is that they're actually like very popular Mm-hmm. That like the the new Springsteen Springsteen was huge like huge like there's, there's like it's like Prince Madonna Springsteen and that's the best bands of a decade like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's um I remember they had that uh they had that song Chinatown with uh Bruce Springsteen and I was like wow that must have been so big for Jack Antonoff that that'd be like uh if you if you were asked to open for your your dream comedian it's just yeah. like wow yeah like i can't imagine how jack like got that yeah call kurt griffith's like... opening for mike Burbiglia. <laughs> <laughs> i i think about it like um uh it's it's another bruce thing but like bruce likes to cultivate the new jersey rock scene so it's like there's been a ton of interviews with the new gaslight anthem album coming out where it's just like yeah i have bruce's number and i text him sometimes yeah. and it's mm-hmm. weird like yeah. the the singer is like never not over the fact that he has access to Bruce Springsteen at any yeah. time. The guy who stole think, uh... Springsteen lyrics for his albums repeatedly yeah. is like, yeah, wait a minute, he's like, actually like my that friend. <laughs> Hell yeah, man, think, I like uh, that vibe. Yeah. Do you think when Jack Antonoff met Bruce Springsteen, he was like, "Do you have the bandwidth for new friends?" Right I now? hope so. I, I hope so. so and I think Bruce Springsteen just the type. And Bruce Springsteen just pitied him, and it was like. Yeah, man, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Uh, he steals the... all my stuff. We have to. Yeah, man. You're like <laughs> yeah. the same person, man. It's insimpatico, <laughs> which is my favorite part 
of the Renegades podcast with him and Obama is him trying to work the term in simpatico into every episode. <laughs> it's go back and listen. I will never. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen <laughs> loves in simpatico. There is zero in chance in I will ever listen to that show. <laughs> it was fine. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what else? Roller coasters. They have ups mm-hmm. and downs. I'm uh, anti roller coasters. I I love them in theory, but the last few times I've been on them, I am uh, I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> My equilibrium mm-hmm. is is thrown much easier now. I can yeah. only do them in Disney World because I can trick my brain into believing that they're safe in Disney World. <laughs> I, uh, oh, it's never a safety I, problem for me. It's just a G-force problem for me. Where like, oh, the ride's over, but it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like I'm just like I wonder if like it's all the blood in my body in my head right now. It's fucking nuts. Like when it comes to yeah, I uh, I also have like a a very large head that I'm also like. Oh, that's not just the (laughs) deceptive video. Yeah, it's not you leaning in. It's not just the video adding to the glasses, by the way. Thank you. They make his eyes bigger. A step away uh, in isolation, George. That's a a very funny thing to say. Uh, (laughs) But it's just. in isolation, these glasses are like one away from those giant novelty sunglasses people wear at weddings. You yes. Know? <laughs> yes. You have like, photo booth yeah, at weddings. Glasses. Not all every, the time. <laughs> yeah. Every year, I, like every couple of years when I get new glasses, they've gotten larger and larger. Like my high school wireframe <laughs> glasses that my mom got free with her like tire change or whatever. Yeah. And Costco, maybe important Costco. for your eyesight. <laughs> Dude. And now I'm like, oh God, I'm leading into it. I'm I gonna, want you I'm to. Be... I want you to switch up the kind of frames. I want you to like experiment with tiny, tiny round frames that just color. Oh my God. Like, like your, old matrix style, where you yeah. just like they just catch them to your on face. Your nose. That'd be cool. <laughs> I was gonna say I should I should go full Daft Punk and just wear a full like visor over my face. Oh, that would rule. Yeah, Get the same pattern dope. though. That's the frames. I love the frames. Get, Get the, the, the pattern, yeah. but on the thing. Get the two thousand and one <laughs> like oakley over the overhead ones that they like mm-hmm. look like they were in spy kids get those yeah, yeah. The, I, what i really want <laughs> what i really want is uh those sunglass attachments that come and just wear oh, them around. i had a pair for a while and i broke them and it was really sad oh, that is a bummer i think uh, i might I just think, do it honestly oh sean nums is texting me they're actually harder to find than you'd think like did john nelms text you text you because he was just like yo check, get a load of this joke that alex just sent me <laughs> no he was talking about trying to do a bit about food porn and i brought up about that i guess it was just me and my friends but there is a video going around about a man that just has sex with a mcchicken just wow. puts his wiener in a mcchicken and i went do you remember that time that dude fucked a mcchicken and he went what no <laughs> i'm right. just gonna run back never mind <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> oh no, yeah, that dude, that, that, that dude over there, like that dude, the opposite of George Bruderman. Uh, yeah, I've never had sex with a McChicken. <laughs> I don't like yeah. mayo. Uh, what right, else we, got, we got? We got we two got, more. Oh, I got to refresh that. Give me a second. No, no, no. One I sent you privately. Oh yes, you should do that one. I'll let okay. you do that one. Okay. So, do you want to do it now or last? No, let's end on that one because okay. that's that's a lot to unpack. Sure. This, yeah, this next one say, is yeah. uh, is not. So it's a it's a bit of a description, but 
It, it says Mark had already gone wild twice by the time this photo was taken. If you want to see the photo, uh, I don't know. I'll share it somewhere, I guess. Yeah. But it is a picture of past guest and one time uh, guest co-host Mark Mayer holding a uh, blown up picture of a Rolling Stone cover of the cast of Glee that says Glee gone wild. <laughs> cool. What oh a fun time God. in America. <laughs> you know, she can't read, right? Is that true? I hope so, because I've been telling everybody that Leah Michelle can't read. I, I do remember that rumor going around. It was, it was right around the time like everybody was hating her, and I was like, I yeah. think we're just being mean. She's <laughs> known to be a horrible person, though, right? Like, right? She had like, I think she's just a bad. Like, she's a fine person. She's just a bad celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think like, it's the kind if she of thing has a bad where, day, like, she's gonna be like, "I'm having a bad day. Fuck you, no autographs." And people yeah. are gonna be like, "Wow, what a bitch! We, mm. you're ours. You can't have your own thing." Yeah, I think maybe it is just like the like uncontrolled anger of yeah. like, yeah, maybe of the fandom. It's, it's also- like a loud the loud moments, like when she's mean. It's just like, wow, she's really, really mean. Yeah, sure. It, it was like right around the time where she got the uh, the funny girl job. So like everybody was looking at her and then mm-hmm. she was like mean once and everybody's like, fuck her. She sucks. <laughs> Get Betty Feldstein back. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Good. So yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> glad he's a fan. This let's is the last one we with, had. Uh, specifically not friend of the show. <laughs> I mean, she's I, she's not I an think... enemy. I think she's more than welcome, and yep. I she I just want will her not come to on be a show. friend of the show. Yes, <laughs> uh, finding already clean sun bleached bones in the woods that I don't have to put any work into. Mm, what? What? what uh, this is this is a, a message image. from from uh, uh, my sister who. Uh, <laughs> Does like she still have her shop up? We might as she well does. plug it. It's Necro- the Necroporium. Uh, it's still up. She has a lot of overstock because she called me the other day and went, hey, do you want like any bones or rocks or anything? Because like I have a <laughs> lot of product and I just, I'll make it into something for Christmas for you. But like we need, so everyone go to the shop, get a, get something from, go check from it Necroporium. Out. It's, it's the holidays. <laughs> it's the holidays. Fun gift for the, for the Wiccan in your life. Uh, did, did a psychic also tell her to open up an LLC? Yeah. No, she did that on her own. <laughs> uh, it's really cool art. I have a couple pieces of uh, of stuff, and they're always really cool, and she always puts a lot of thought into what she's putting together into the art piece. However, she does forage for some of these bits. Uh, so, yeah, she would be very gleeful finding just fully, just fully sun-bleached rib bones from something that died pain like painlessly of old age in the woods. Hmm. Uh and that she could use for a thing like, you know, any sort of skull she's very stoked yeah. about. Uh, but that's our show. Um, and Alex well, left. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> your camera went away, dude. Oh, yeah. It's fine. I didn't want to look at you anyway. We're done with you. Uh, yeah. That is our show. Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Dude, Always a pleasure. Me. Great. Always a pleasure. Having a great. Yeah. Is it a fourth period? Oh, yeah. We got to start getting people jackets. Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a, a big fan of the new format. I want to hear you. less thank of you guys. That's <laughs> that's same. That was a note that yeah. we got from listeners. Yeah, uh, tune yeah, in I was next like, week. Uh, done with this. Tune in next <laughs> yeah. week when we talk to someone else about some of their feelings. We've been Hell Danny yeah. and George and Alex Yang. Thank and you so I've much. Alex Yang. Have Bye. a great week. Guys. Bye. Feel feelings is a wasted robot production. 
Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FeelFeelingsPod and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feelfeelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com/podcasts. We're such a professional show.